Welcome to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I'm your host, J.D. Shears, a pastor, certified kingdom advisor, certified stewardship instructor, and an investment advisor representative. We will be discussing topics such as biblically responsible investing, estate planning, and wealth transfer that will benefit you as an obedient steward. Christianity is revolutionary. Shouldn't your stewardship be as well? This broadcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to the Revolutionary Stewardship Podcast. I am Jay Shears, pastor and certified kingdom advisor. We appreciate the fact you're using wisdom from this program to facilitate better financial stewardship in your life. If you have questions about today's program, you can find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. That's kingdomplanadvisory.com. You're also free to give us a call at 888-226-7614. We're getting close to Christmas, folks, and it's a good time to talk about this subject, even though many people don't want to hear about this subject right now because many of us are guilty of it or have been guilty of it in the past. Myself, I've, I've raised five children, um, still raising one. I guess we're, we never get done raising kids. Um, I want to talk to you today about materialism because... Christmas in the United States in particular is is wide open for materialism. You know, I am, uh, let me let me get my, my calendar out here, I am 53 years of age. Um, and I remember as a kid some of the, the things that I had to have. Uh, one, I think I was probably seven or eight years old, I had to have an Evil Knievel. Uh, if any of you are close to my age, do you remember Evil Knievel? I mean, every boy had one. And I... I, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. In the antique shops, and that's kind of terrible that I've got to look for some old toys that I had as a kid in antique shops. If I could find an original Evil Knievel, I'd probably buy it. Probably play with it, to be honest. I loved it. You know, I would set up uh, the, the, the catalogs in the hallway, and I'd have Evil Knievel jumping. And you all remember, I mean, Evil Knievel was like the greatest. You know, if he did anything, I mean, the, all three networks carried it. You know, jumping the, the trying to jump the the, uh, uh, you know, buses and cars and the Grand Canyon. And, you know, I think he broke every bone in his body. But, you know, as a kid, I had to have Evil Knievel. And I think before that, I think I had to have a big wheel. You remember the big wheels? Um, you know, as we got older, you know, maybe a bicycle. Uh, as I entered my preteen years, I, you know, I wanted a gun. Uh, I remember that, that my parents bought my brother and I at... Uh, uh, synth- synthetic stock uh, 22 rifles and I had that, that rifle for years and years and years um, finally was broken but I remember those days and I remember that I would have never known about those products if it wasn't for uh, commercials on TV I would have never known about an evil Knievel but you know on Saturday morning when we got up and watched car- cartoons and ate a, a, a bowl of cereal they, they bombarded us with commercials and when I seen Evil Knievel toy that, you know, you, you crank it up and you push a button and he takes off. Had to have one. Absolutely had to have one. Well, let's fast forward to 2020. So 53 years later, <clears throat> things have changed dramatically. Um, in particular, cost of things. So we didn't really have electronics back then. I do remember when I was, I don't know, maybe 9 or 10, uh, we got an Atari. Um well, it wasn't an Atari. It, it, it was something that plugged into the TV, and it was uh, table tennis. So you had two controllers that just had a, a like a paddle, and you just kind of moved it up and down the side of the screen, and it hit this ball back and forth, right? And then the Atari come out, 
Uh, all the kids had to have an Atari. Um, you know, I, I used to go over to my friend's house because he had an Atari, uh, and he had like 30 or 40 games, you know, and it was these cartridges that looked like an eight-track tape kind of that you pushed into the machine. Uh, and then, you know, you had Pac-Man and, and uh, uh, oh, Asteroids and Joust. And, it, I mean, it, it, I can remember these things because it was, it was such a big thing back then. But it was, it was force-fed to us through commercials. Well, now, like I said, fast forward 53 years and we are at a time um, where materialism has not gotten any better. It's gotten worse. Um I'm going to give you an example of this year. So, from an uh, electronics standpoint, you know, you, you notice that they they often release new uh, gadgets around Christmas time. This year, it is the Xbox Series X and Series S. Okay, I know these things because I've got a 14 year old boy, and everyone has to have an Xbox Series X. Well, I'm like, okay, well, let me you know see what's going on here. Retail price on them is $499. Yeah, I'll say that again. $499. Xbox Series X. Now, that, that's not the showstopper. The showstopper is that they didn't make that many of them, apparently. And they're sold out everywhere. So I started researching this because I, I, I thought it was good material for a program, for a podcast. What is happening is they're being released, and as soon as they're being released, they're being bought up. And if you go to eBay, people are reselling them. Now, I said the retail price is $4.99. I went to eBay, and I looked at just two of them uh, that did not have the buy it now option. Because the buy it now option is $1,200 on eBay. So people are buying these and then reselling them. Because the demand is high and the product availability is low. The first one I looked at that was close to, to, to ending uh, the eBay auction uh, had 31 bids and it was currently at $960. Okay? 31 bids at $960. The next one I seen that was active, 15 bids and it was sitting at $780. People, I just read to you the definition of insanity. Some people may say, well, it's it's cruel that someone would buy these up and then resell them. Eh, you know, that's capitalism, I guess, right? Uh, I, I personally wouldn't do it, but I, I, I personally can't fault them. Someone says, I don't need an Xbox Series 6, but I know that the, de- the availability is low and the demand is high, especially at Christmas time, because people can't say no to their kids, and I'm going to put it on eBay and I'm going to double my money in two weeks. You know, I, I get it. Uh, but the people that are bidding these things up to 31 or 31 bids up to $960. And I, I looked at uh, some uh, uh, blogs or chat rooms uh, as I was researching material for, for this podcast. And people were saying, where do I get these? You know, uh, you know they're sold out. And, and uh, you know, Black Friday, uh, Walmart sold out in seconds and it crashed the website. And, and people were saying, just go to eBay and buy, use a buy it now option at twelve hundred bucks. I mean, that's that's the advice that people are getting, and people are doing it. You know, I have been blessed financially uh, in my life, um, and I I played a little trick. That wasn't a trick. I was just being uh, um, 
sarcastic. I shouldn't even say sarcastic. So uh, <clears throat> my wife and I were in southern uh, southwest Florida um, over Thanksgiving break. And there's a, a particular place that rents Ferraris and uh, these high-end sports cars. Well, I told my wife, I said, let's take a picture of one of these and put it on uh, Facebook and um, ask a question, should I or shouldn't I? Kind of like, you know, should I buy this or shouldn't I buy this? <clears throat> and I did it and I, I got the response that I thought of. Well, there were several people who responded and everyone's like, do it, Jay, do it, do it, do it, do it. And I'm like, are you guys serious? You think I'm going to buy a, a, a car that that the price tag is several hundred thousand dollars. Um, you know, and, and I, at one point, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of got upset about it and I'm like, these people really think that I'm going to buy or I'm asking the question, should I, I it was a joke. It was a joke. Um, and here's, here's my mentality. Here's my thought process right now. Just because I can, just because you can doesn't mean you should, right? Just because we have, maybe that we can do something like that doesn't mean that we should. Just because maybe I could buy a Ferrari, I don't know. I've never even, it has never even remotely entered into my mind to buy a Ferrari, ever in my life. You know, they're, yeah, they're kind of a pretty car, but they're worthless. I, I made a joke on Facebook, I'm, I'm like, I wonder what people would think if I tied a deer to the hood you know, and drove downtown with it. I mean, that's, I'm, I grew up in the country, folks. I mean, that's, you know, and people are like, yeah, it depends on where you drove it. You know, people may not even give you a second look. But <clears throat> there are people that can, but that doesn't mean you should. And in regards to, you know, um, a number one, a $500 Xbox, I think is just, I, I can't believe it. Uh, I, and, and people are doing it. Yeah, I mean, they're selling out as soon as they become available. I mean, within seconds, $500, $500. And if people can't get them, can't say no to their kids, so they're going on eBay and paying $1,200 right now to get these Xboxes. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. And my concern is a lot of people are doing it on credit, right? But let's not talk about credit today. Let's talk about the sin of materialism. I think that we all fall victim to this. And I say, I, I use the word victim because, you know, scripture talks enough about materialism that has been around forever, right? God knew we were going to struggle with it. It's, it's mentioned many, many times in scripture. In Luke twelve fifteen, he said, he told the people, be careful to guard yourselves from every kind of greed. Life is not about having a lot of material possessions. You know, that's, that's perfect right now. Xbox for twelve hundred bucks. Xbox for twelve hundred bucks. First um, John uh, chapter two sixteen through seventeen says, "For everything that is in the world, the desire for fleshly gratification, the desire for possessions and worldly arrogance, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world and its desires are fading away. But the person who does God's will remains forever." Proverbs 27.20 says, Just as death and destruction are never satisfied, so human desire is never satisfied. 1 Timothy 6, 9 through 10 says, But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires 
that plunged them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. And the last one I want to share with you is James 4, verses uh, 2 through 4. You want what you don't have, so you scheme and you kill to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure, you adulterers. Don't you realize that at friendship or that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again, if you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourselves an enemy of God. <clears throat> Every one of those is right on key with what we see in this kind of, of issue. Now, you don't have to go back very far. <clears throat> that everyone, or many people, I shouldn't say everyone, didn't know where their next paycheck was going to come from at the start of this pandemic. Things shut down, retail shops, uh, restaurants, we couldn't go out. Um, and that really hasn't stopped. Yet right now, <clears throat> right now, people are paying $1,200 for an Xbox, a, a game, right? A game. Now, I've shared this story uh, uh, in the past um, few months, but I'll share it again. That <clears throat> I, was, I was traveling back, um, it was probably April of 2020, uh, from an appointment with a client. And I had to stop at Walmart. And the Walmart parking lot was, just, was absolutely just jam-packed. Well, this the, the, they had already started... Uh, um, limiting the number of people in stores so you know the, the pandemic was in full-blown uh, uh chaos at that point parking lot was packed people were standing in line i thought what in the world was going on here i went in the store and i think a man had to get dog food or something maybe i i don't remember it was something simple um uh, you know kind of in and out and i don't like and i'm one of those people that i don't like going to walmart in the middle of the day uh, I, you know, I get up at, at uh, the crack of dawn and I'll go to Walmart when there's not that many people there. Well, you can't do that now because they limited their hours. So you got to go when everybody else is there. So anyways, I had to stop. My wife, you know, gave me a little list and I stopped in there. And the Walmart was packed and I walked into the store and I did whatever I needed to did and I do. And I had to go by the electronics st uh, uh, section and it was just packed full of people. I mean, it was like uh, uh, Elvis had showed up or the Beatles had showed up. Um and everyone was there. And I, I thought, what in the world is going on? And people were in the electronics section, in the, like, the um, phone, the new phones area, uh, laptops, notebooks area. And I, it was people from all walks of life. And, and, and I, I couldn't, I just couldn't figure it out. So I got home and I'm like, I, it was still just through my mind. I'm like, what in the world is going on here? Well, I spoke to my daughter in, in South Carolina that evening. She said, hey, Dad, I got my, my uh, uh, $1,200 stimulus check uh, plus, you know, another $500 for her child. So she got like 1700 bucks direct deposit into her account. I'm like, ah, that's it. That's it. These people got their stimulus checks. People that had lost their jobs. Maybe they didn't lose their jobs. But they went out and the, I'm telling you what, the ink wasn't even dry, if, if you could say that on direct deposit. You know, it hadn't even showed up on their statement yet, but it was still pending, right? People were out blowing up money on electronics, buying stuff that w it will be meaningless in three months. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. 
people, that is the definition definition of materialism. It's one thing if you need it. You know, it's one thing if you need it. You know, if, if people are working from home now and they needed a laptop, I get it. You know, 100%, I get it. These people were buying Playstations and Xboxes and new cell phones. That's what they were buying. That's what they were buying. I, I, I and I, to this day, I'll never forget that. And it, it will always be a source of information whenever I do a, a, whenever I'm preaching about materialism or whether I'm doing a radio show about materialism or whether I'm doing a TV show about materialism. That is going to be one of the stories I tell because that is, is, is just the epitome of materialism. You know, not, not thinking ahead, thinking that, you know, I've got to have toys. I've got to have toys right now. That That's how I'm going to fix this. And, and it's, it's terrible. People, materialism is deadly. It's deadly. And I'm going to use myself as an example here. When, when I got out of the military, I wasn't making much money, right? And I went to work for the state of Indiana, uh, and I still wasn't make, making much money. And when I changed careers in 1996, working from as a correctional lieutenant um, in a supermax prison to the financial services career, my, my income jumped. And I didn't know how to handle it. I was buying things. The, one, the first big purchase I made, and, and uh, I look back, and I'm like, well, you know, really, really wasn't a bit that big, but it was a big purchase for me, is I bought my kids a go-kart, and I think it was probably $800, and I was so proud that I could buy my kids a go-kart, $800, right? And my kids, they wore it out. I, they drove it till it broke, right? But uh, that was a big purchase for me, something that I couldn't have done Working, uh, you know, 12 years in the military, working for the, the, the state of Indiana. I, I couldn't do it. And then that that evolved uh, into, you know, I had three boats. I had a 21-foot Triton bass boat. I had, and I, I had to have a smaller 14-foot aluminum boat for the smaller lakes. Then I had to have a smaller boat for the ponds, right? So I had to have three boats because, I, you know, in my mind, I could justify that. At one time, I had four cars in the driveway that I was making payments on. Bought my first. I bought my first house. My first house that I bought when I ch- that, that I didn't have to rent. That I bought uh, when I was uh, um, probably thirty years of age, and the the, the price of the house was thirty thousand. I'm sorry, twenty five thousand dollars. And I had to borrow money to do that. I fixed it up and I sold it for sixty thousand. Uh, new, you know, new carpet, new siding. Next house I bought. I paid uh, about $140,000 for. Next house I bought, I paid about $250,000 for. You see how the more money you make, the bigger things you buy? And I I got caught into that vicious circle of of, um, materialism. Just because I could, I did. Doesn't mean I should, right? Now, I, I made full circle. Full circle. You know, I just made an offer on a house for $39,000 that needs to be fixed up. That I that, that, that I will not borrow money for. And I, I feel really good about it because I don't, I, there's no handcuffs involved to debt. <clears throat> and, and my wife is, is, it took her a while to catch on because she, she knows that we can buy things bigger. 
She knows that we can buy those things that, that the, the Keeping Up With The Joneses crowd would buy. And I said, I ain't doing it. I need, we need a place to sleep. We need a place to eat. We need a place to keep the rain and snow and, and sun off of our heads. We, you can have a nice place that you don't have to spend half a million dollars for. Right? And, um, you know, just because I can buy a Ferrari, I don't know if I can or not. I don't know. To, to be honest, I don't know how much a Ferrari costs. But we were downtown Naples, walking down the street, and I took my picture next to a Porsche, next to a Christmas tree on Fifth Avenue in Naples, and the retail price tag on it was $210,000. $210,000. People, just because you can doesn't mean you should. I'm going to say it again. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. If you do it because you can, but you don't really need it, that's that kind of falls into that category of materialism, and God warns us about materialism. When we have the availability to access funds like that, that we have the cash in the checking account or brokerage account or whatever, you know, coffee can in the backyard, whatever it may be, and we're only serving ourselves, people, that is a sin. Money is a test. Money is a test. And we must realize that we don't own it. God owns it. <clears throat> and you've got to ask yourself the question when you spend money, is, is this something that, that Jesus would approve of? Is this something that Jesus would do if he had access to the same funds while he was here? Would he have taken $210,000 and bought a new Porsche? If, would he take half a million dollars and put it into a, a housing community because it has three pools and a tennis court? Or would he take care of the needy, the poor, the rich, not the rich, but the poor, right? You don't take care of the rich, right? You don't, you don't need to get into those communities where everyone is talking about how much money they have. You take care of the needy, the poor, the widows, the sick, the orphans. That's where materialism robs, okay? Because it steals away from things that, that we should be doing with those blessings, and I was, as I was driving to and from Naples, the number of little sports cars that I seen with guys that were probably 70 years of age plus, the little convertible sports cars, Mercedes, Audi, BMW, w- w- was eye-opening to me. And I'm like, do you, you know, and each one of those cars is, you know, 75,000 plus. The amount of people that you can feed was $75,000. The amount of, of, of wells that, that would provide clean water, the amount of Bibles that could be dis, the, the, distributed, the, the amount of homes that people are living in little shanties that could be built in a community in some of these areas. To me, I, I, I feel guilty based on my past materialism. I feel guilty. And, and I, and to be honest, I get a little aggravated when I see people spending money like that. People, you're not taking it with you. <clears throat> you're not taking it with you. You understand that? You buy these things and you think, ah, oh, I deserve it because I've worked 40, 50 years of my life. I deserve this. People, you need, you need a vehicle with four tires that go round and round, right? Do you need a $75,000 or $200,000 or $500,000 car? Probably not, right? Probably not. But for the the average family now that that's saying I've got to have an Xbox 
Series X for $499. So bad that I'll go on eBay and buy one for $1,200, people. That is classic materialism and it's dangerous. It is dangerous. You fail the test. You fail the test that God is giving us when he has blessed us with the option or the availability of those funds. We don't own it. God does. Listen, I don't want to be depressed. I don't want, I don't want, to, I don't want to, to make you feel guilty. I don't want to use legalisms to get you to make change. I think one of the biggest problems that we have is that we like to spend money. I'm one of those people. I like to spend. I, I, I actually I like the hunt. You know, to, that was one of my my faults. Is I you know I collected old fishing lures, antique fishing lures, and I realized the the joy in it wasn't the the owning of them, it was the finding them. I enjoyed the hunt. I didn't enjoy. I didn't enjoy putting the deer head on the wall. If that makes sense to you. <clears throat> and I have replaced that with charitable giving and doing due diligence. It's, it's almost like a hunt to me now. And it satisfies my craving that, <clears throat> that, that Satan has put into my life. The temptation. The desire to spend. I have, I have turned that into God's favor. As I, as I give, as I, you know... Let me ask you a question. I'm going to end this this podcast. If you have a buying problem, does it really make a difference whether you're buying for you or buying for someone else? See, I have found, and this is a, this is a personal attestation. I have found more joy in buying for someone else. So now, when when as a family we buy gifts of clothing, uh, shoes, necessities, school items. For foster children or orphans, I find more joy in that than buying something for myself. Because when I buy it for myself, it goes on a shelf or in the garage. I don't need it. I don't need it. But the widows, the orphans, the sick, the poor, they do need it. And I think you will be able to satisfy the the craving. And I, it, it, I, 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 I call it a craving because it is. The desire to spend money. If we do that, if we turn it and say, okay, I could still do that, but I'm going to do it for somebody else. People, there's joy in that. And we're being obedient. We're being obedient in our financial stewardship when we do that. Listen, if you have questions about today's program, once again, 888-226-7614. Uh, you can find our contact information at kingdomplanadvisory.com. People, I, I'm t- I don't want you to feel bad. All right? Maybe you maybe you already spent $1,200 on eBay. People, it, it's not too late to change. It's not too late to change. There are things that we need and there are things that we want. But first, we have to identify that we have issues with materialism. Every one of us, at some level, have issues with materialism. God knew it. He gave us the instruction to avoid it. All we have to do is be obedient. God bless. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Revolutionary Stewardship. I encourage you to visit KingdomPlanAdvisory.com to read our latest articles and sign up for our monthly newsletter. If you would like to arrange a free stewardship consultation, please schedule on our website or you may call 888 226 
7614. Securities offered through Vanderbilt Securities LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, and registered with MSRB. Advisory services offered through Vanderbilt Advisory Services. God bless.